0: If you're listening to this episode, I bet you're wondering what behaviors you're doing that keep you from getting your needs met and ending up in situationship after situationship. I got you. I've created a situationship quiz and I'm so excited about it. Take the quiz to discover more behaviors and more tips for navigating situationships because I know you're in more than one right now. No judgment, boo-boo. I used to have five situationships at a time. Yes. So you're not alone. You can find the quiz at www.dontea.co forward slash quiz. That's D-O-N-T-E-A dot C-O forward slash quiz. I'll drop it in the show notes as well. Okay, back to the episode. Me in dating emotionally unavailable men was my full-on ministry. I mean, seriously, if they weren't emotionally unavailable, I wasn't interested. Now, did I realize that I was the mayor of emotionally unavailable men in the city? No. However, what I did know was that I continuously felt unloved, unseen, and crazy. Hi loves. I'm Dantea Mitchell-Hunter, your new fave self work therapist, and this is Detox Therapy. Quick note, even though I'm a fully licensed therapist, this show is not a replacement for therapy. If you find yourself needing a therapist, definitely search for one in your area. Now, if you want to work with me though, and you live in Washington, Georgia, or DC, then please go to my website at soiresintherapy.com and book your free 15-minute consultation. Hi, loves. Welcome back. Today is going to be a great episode. It might actually get all up in your business and your personal journals. (laughs) So today's listener letter is straight to the point. So here it is. Why do I keep attracting emotionally unavailable men They say they are emotionally available and say they can have open conversations. But as soon as I bring something up to discuss, they give me short answers or try to shut the whole conversation down. I'm constantly feeling like I'm too much. Ah, yeah. I know this one. So quick answer. You keep attracting emotionally unavailable men because you keep seeking them out? I love this question. It's a deep question and a a question that has many twists and turns and unexpected climaxes. And best of all, once again, I've been there. Me and dating emotionally unavailable men was my full on ministry. I mean, seriously, if they weren't emotionally unavailable, I wasn't interested now, did I realize that I was the mayor of emotionally unavailable men in the city? No. However, what I did know was that I continuously felt unloved, unseen, and crazy. Crazy. Like, just in this, like, mindfuck, right? So, before we go on, let me define an emotionally unavailable man. This is a man that is unable to support you emotionally. Sometimes it's because they don't know how to. Sometimes it's because they could be a person that is only very familiar with a few emotions like hunger, happy, mad, sad, angry, right? And that's, that's it. That's like, that's it. So they may not know how to. So it's, it's someone who gaslights or puts you down or totally ices you out altogether when you need truth, honesty, patience and vulnerability. Now an emotionally available man, for an example, has more intention to understand your needs when communicating with each other. Here's an example. You want to tell him about your day. He listens intently to you. Describe your day and will ask you what you need, whether that's advice, validation, a hug, a kiss, sexy time, Uh, Cooks the night's dinner, anything of the sort. An emotionally available man is someone who can be vulnerable, honest, and clear. He is someone who understands his emotions and can express them to you. So let's get into the psychoeducation around the listener's question. We seek out what we are familiar with. Like our upbringing, our childhood, right? Like those dynamics. We seek, we seek that out as adults. And going about life without realizing this will have us end up in the same situation over and over again. We tell ourselves, okay, the next guy, he will have emotional availability. He will be emotionally intelligent. He will be able to have conversations without losing his temper each time. That that short fuse that he has, that would be gone. The next guy. Here's the thing. I would like for you to think about other relationships in your life that are emotionally unavailable. It could be your mom, dad, grandparents, siblings, whomever. I will take a bet that you've experienced this type of dynamic before meeting this guy and the last guy and the last guy, right? So again, we go with what we are familiar with and what we are used to experiencing in childhood. If we are used to being talked over, silencing ourselves because the person we are trying to express ourselves to doesn't doesn't express interest in what we have to say. They don't don't want to hear it or they may even say, leave it alone. I don't want to hear about this anymore, right? Some way of shutting it down, silencing you, right? We take this experience and we'll self-absorb it. We'll take it on as our own, as our own problem, something that we need to fix. We tell ourselves, this is how all interactions will be when I try to express myself. They won't care and my needs won't matter. You may even tell yourself, If I just stop asking for too much or stop overthinking things, then he will finally listen to me and care for me. The truth is, the more you try to change yourself, which actually is just you showing up a smaller version of yourself over and over again, shrink, 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 the more frustrated you become, the more you keep wanting to prove to yourself that it's you, not them. So you continue to seek out the same pattern to prove to yourself that this same dynamic will work with someone else most times without realizing and the cycle repeats itself. Does that make sense? So if I'm experiencing people who, um, constantly tell me to leave it alone, try to shut it down and, you know, the relationship ends, Unknowingly, I will seek out that same type of dynamic. And when I see that same behavior come up again, where they're going to tell me to leave it alone, I will just adjust myself, right? Cause I'll think it's all my fault. It's, it's because I'm bringing this up and they don't want to hear about it. So I'm going to try to take it at a different approach and ask the same question a different way or sprinkle the questions, right? I really want to ask this question, but I start, but I, but I talk about one third of the question on Monday. The second third of the question on Tuesday and the last third of the question on Wednesday. And maybe that is how I'll get the answer. And so then on Wednesday, when I still get to leave me alone, it's like, oh, damn it. I thought this was going to be different this time because I was going to be different. Does that make sense? Not the not that the person needs to change how they interact with me or not that the person is emotionally unavailable. I need to change myself. Oh, it's me. I'm doing it again. You, you are doing it again. The it is seeking out that same dynamic. Not the it of wanting to get your needs met. Everyone wants to get their needs met. Everyone. So let's finally talk about how to stop attracting emotionally unavailable men. Name the pattern. That's number one. Name what is going on that leaves you feeling unheard, unloved, and unseen. Example. When I don't get to express myself fully, I shut down. Another one could be when I need a listening ear, I let my mother talk over me and start talking about what is going on with her. Number two, after you name it, start providing the need to yourself. Yes, you heard me correctly. If you want to be able to express yourself fully, I need you to be able to express the needs, the desires, all the things that you're needing from the other person. I need you to express it to yourself. You can journal about it, you can video diary, or just talk about what's bothering you aloud to yourself. I do this all the time. You know, if something's going on with me and for some reason um I can't talk to someone like right on the spot when I need it, I'll just say to myself, "Okay, oh gosh, so frustrated that happened with my colleague and that, you know, um, I'm mad, I'm feeling embarrassed, I'm feeling sad. Then I'll ask myself, okay, what are you needing right now? I just need to like lay down and watch like a comedy. Maybe I'll watch Babs on uh, TV, on Netflix. And then I'll do that. Taking care of my needs, right? So if you have the experience that you do not receive validation for your emotions and experiences, validate yourself. Say to yourself, it's okay that I feel the way I feel, truly. I know this may sound weird, so let me tell you this. The only voice you truly listen to is your own. So instead of saying, I'm too much, say, it's okay that I'm frustrated. Give it a try. Let me know how it goes. Number three boundaries yes boundaries yet again if you want to hear more about boundaries by the way if you're like i need some more details i'm only going to go this really quickly go back a few episodes where i'm talking strictly about boundaries okay so yes boundaries are important when you want to stop a behavior right when you want to set limits and um uh inability to access certain things right So the next time you find yourself in a situation where the person is showing signs of emotional unavailability, recognize it. Remember, this could be your parents, friends, or even the person you're dating today, okay? Last one, number four. Ask yourself what you'd like to do about this, right? So it's decision time, It's, it's taking action time. I'm hoping you'd want to not keep the same pattern going. If someone tries to interrupt you or self silence you, you can say, I do not like to be interrupted. I like to finish my thoughts without interruption. I like to be heard. Okay, so if the person doesn't want to respect this request, this boundary, this expectation, then you have a decision to make. You can stop interacting with this person until they are ready to respect your needs or, or, I mean, you, there's always choices. Or you can keep doing the same thing and go insane. I don't want you to go insane. I really don't. So, now, you may be thinking, but that's my mom, that's my dad, that's my best friend. It's cuffing season. I don't want to be alone and cold, girl. Mm-mm, no. An awesome therapist friend of mine says... If they weren't your parents, if they didn't have the title of mom or dad. What would you do? Yeah, exactly. So set the boundary. Okay. You got this. Healing is challenging and so, so worth it. Okay. Quick recap. The four points on how to stop dating, how to stop attracting, actually, emotionally unavailable men. One, name the pattern. Two, provide yourself with the needs you wish you were receiving from the others. Three, boundaries. Four, finally take action. Okay, you got this. See you next time. Thank you, loves, for listening to this week's episode. If you're enjoying the show, it'd be really great if you could please rate and review. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Suarez and Therapy. To learn more about the services I offer, visit SoireesinTherapy.com. If you've got a question you'd like me to answer, please send your question to Dantea at The answer might just become an episode.